This is Jessica Schaefer, and you're listening to On the Backburner Podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Native Nook, a dynamic art gallery that gives individuals a location to showcase and sell their work. This venue helps to foster the creative side of local and nationwide artists. The gallery is a directory for art projects and creative consulting while linking artists or organizations together to expand the impact of art. It provides space for all mediums, including drawings, painting, sculpture, and an assortment of other creations. As a hub for digital network, the Native Nook provides the Rochester community a view of the work behind the untold stories of creative natives featured in Digital Wolf Magazine and on the Backburner podcast. The gallery is located at 616 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana, next to the Times Theater. Stop in and see the latest creative native work or speak to the gallery about memberships and private showings. Call or text 574-242-1120. You can also visit the website and shop online at www.thenativenook.com. On June 24, 2021, the sixth edition of Digital Wolf Magazine introduced the next wave of creative natives. Visual artists, musicians, creative entrepreneurs, and more were revealed as we continue to explore the network of like-minded people and their untold stories via featured portfolios, articles titled Creatives Unleashed. On June 24, 2021, the sixth edition of Digital Wolf Magazine introduced the next wave of creative natives. On June 24, 2021, the sixth edition of Digital Wolf Magazine introduced the next wave of creative natives. Visual artists, musicians, creative entrepreneurs, and more were revealed as we continue to explore the network of like-minded people and their untold stories via portfolios titled Creatives Unleashed. Since the beginning, we have released magazines on a full moon, and Brian Walsh always wrote a description for us based on what that full moon was about. So this is the June full moon. A June full moon sounds like it has the making of a simple poem or song, but to the Algonquin tribes of North America, it was another marker that helped them navigate important aspects of the seasons. Commonly recognized as the last full moon of spring or the first full moon of summer, to the Algonquins, it was the strawberry moon, which heralded the ripening of the wild fruit it was named after. Like wild strawberries, artists can be cultivated and thrive in a variety of ecosystems, but the blossoming of art and talent are not restricted to the specific seasons. Nonetheless, in the newest edition, we will be harvesting a fresh crop of creative natives in all their ripened glory and Creatives Unleashed, a new portfolio presentation of creatives and their work. This edition's pack consisted of staff writers Brendan Douglas and Sheldon Hubbard, copy editors Bryn Wilson and Andrea Steinbeck, graphic designer Jessica Schaefer, and content editor Erica Coffing. Rebecca um, is someone that I met when I was doing, I think, about the second edition of Digital Magazine. Her and Tony Walters, now her husband, um, were... They were in the second edition, and they since then they've created a, um, a film, which was Rebecca's first featured film. It was called Idle Girl. It was a punk rock Christmas crime film, and she wrote and directed it. So she's into filmmaking and acting and loves everything about creating. I mean, I'm, I've always been very inspired by her, and I'm proud to call her my friend, and I am just... You guys have to check out what, um, she's a part of Riot Entertainment. You guys have to check all that out. So on our website, you can go to digitalwolfnetwork.com backslash untold stories. And then you can read all of these different, um, all these different stories in all the magazines. So we're on the sixth edition right now. And um, Rebecca was featured in this edition. 
What I really love about this magazine is the stories that the staff writers come up with when after the the interviews are done. So this is just part of uh, Tim Rowe was in our, was also in this edition, and this is what Brennan Douglas wrote for Tim. Tim is raised in an environment conducted to free thinking and creative freeing freely. Creating freely from the soul, a passion for knowledge and self-reliance was instilled by his mother, an artist herself and jack-of-all-trades with a highly creative mind. She always had projects for Tim that kept him busy and learning as he grew. She taught him how to use a sewing machine, paint, crochet, and an array of other crafts in which he showed interest. Her teaching method was more inquiry-based than direct instruction. She would show Tim how, but she let him learn through his own process of trial and error to map his own way to personal success without critique or being judged against standards. This way of learning made an impact in his whole way of being. Next up, we have Bradley Pierce, who I met when I was in my early 20s at Tommy's Tattoos. I was interning there as a graphic designer, and he was one of the tattooists, along with um, Joshua James, who's also been featured in our, one of our magazines and a good friend of mine. Uh, Bradley is from Kokomo. And he is an incredible tattoo artist, artist in general, and he's at Bohemian Tattoo Parlor. So check him out online, check out his stuff, and super cool dude. And that's a really, really neat place. You'll have to check into that as well. John Lewandowski is the publisher of The Lakes Magazine, and that is a magazine that is reached to over 33,000 homes. And even since we've done this edition, I know they've expanded. Um, they've also featured the Native Nook in the Lakes Magazine, which is super special. That was in the October edition. You can go on their website and check that out. Um, and John's a super cool dude. He cares about getting people's name out there and telling their stories. And the Lakes Magazine is a great outsource or outreach. One can say that Ed Jenkins has been here, there, and everywhere. Affix that to whichever context you must. But we at Digital Magazine are speaking specifically in literal terms awesome dude traveling the world he's been doing it for years and what is so special is that he's doing amazing things so he when we interviewed him for this edition he was the chief bartender for lynn bald uh lynn blad excuse me expeditions um which is part of the national geographic endurance so ed has been working with national geographic as part of um he's it's like um hosting and um like a bartending and serving kind of like the management all of that and getting things prepared on the ships but he also gets to go out into the excursions with the national geographic photographers and he's certified as an underwater scuba diver but get on the website and check out these photos they are just so incredible from his last trip and oh man there's like there's one of an eagle that's super sweet with his like arms spread out arms his wings um, a seal catching a salmon. Uh, they're they're awesome. Check it out. I keep saying check it out. <laughs> I keep saying it. <laughs> John Partlow was somebody I was introduced to uh, through one of our creative natives, Chris Miles, who was in the first edition of Digital Wolf magazine. And John has created this. It's you know a um, a business called Five Minute Farms. It's a growing system. So it's eliminating the need for pumps and filters and the concern for weather and soil conditions. So his micro garden system provides everything necessary to start and sustain um, garden indoors in less than five minutes with like a step-by-step instruction um, and a five-year-old that a five-year-old could follow, they say. So the hardest part about it, he said, is opening the box. So the goal of the five-minute farms 
is to make a material in a substantive difference substance substantive um difference in the daily lives of everyone by making it possible for every person everywhere to have access to local fresh healthy food every day of the year in a way that was also great for this amazing planet that we all share with our current food supply system it is estimated that there are over 30 gallons of supplemental water used per planet from planet (laughs) per plant from planting and processing to be purchased and washed at home before being consumed with jonathan's jonathan's growing system water is only needed every 30 to 45 days there is no time there's no tilling no flooding or drought and all the substance substance sustainable (laughs) indoors i cannot read today Plants continue to grow for months after harvesting from it, a process that a team has doubled harvest when hungry. It not only saves the plant, but it also saves the environment. Sean Snyder of Fourth IR, we just had a show for him in February that was awesome. Brady, um, I thought it was Cox, might be Cox, 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 sorry Brady, but you are amazing and the show was amazing and uh, Sean was featured in the sixth edition of Digital Wolf Magazine. So during his interview, this is part of his story. It says, A production of imagination is a thought. A product of hard work is talent. Sean makes art that he loves and enjoys. Sean creates. Sean, ins- Sean stays inspired. Who and what inspires him? He has this to say. He had this to say when we asked him. He had this to say when we asked him if he feels encouraged to create. I feel encouraged to create, mostly by myself. I have all my influences, but at the end of the day, it's on me to make something or not. Transposed in is key from such influences ranging from experiences with anger and depression to Black Sabbath, Salvador Dali, hip-hop music, politics, street artist Doke, illustrator Jeremy Fish, and of course, even back to the one high school teacher, Mr. Ed Miller, who deeply encouraged and showed his interest in Sean's work. Check out his stuff. I have a few pieces of my house. I freaking love it. We have... Um, we have a bunch of uh, pieces at the Native Nook. Um, you can find him on Facebook and Instagram at fourthiart.com. It's F-O-R-T-H-E-Y-E-A-R-T, Fourth Art. Leanne Johnson is someone I was introduced to through the Rad Entertainment, which was Tony Walters and Rebecca Erb. She is an incredible actress. I got to go see one of... I've actually got to see two of her premieres now. She was an Idol Girl that Rebecca directed, and then she was also in this movie called Chasing Rabbits. It was just, it was kind of about, a, it was about a cult. And it was, just, oh my God, it was just amazing. And so she is actually from British Columbia and now living in Lafayette, Indiana with her family. She's an amazing actor and musician. So you have to check out her stuff. Follow her, leannejohnsonactress.com, or not.com, on Facebook. And check out her stuff. It's, it's really neat to follow her. I think she's very, very talented. Tony Miller is another creative native that we featured in the sixth edition of Digital Magazine, who is my cousin. She lives out in Maryland, and she sells her work at the Native Nook here in Rochester. So, oh my gosh, her stuff is amazing. You guys have to check out the face pots that she makes, and she'll name some of them. So, like, on the bottom, you can look, and, like, uh, a Chandler has been sold. There's a Ryan. There's an Elsie. There's all different names, and you can... 
you have these like they just look like little characters and when you put plants in them it makes them look like hair and then it gives them this whole different personality they're super cool but then we have mugs and bowls and all kinds of different things Whitney Gundrum is from Logansport, Indiana, married to creative native Adam Gundrum, who was in the fourth edition. He is a musician. So Whitney is a yoga instructor and a hair stylist. She has such a great energy when it comes to her yoga practice and how she wants people to feel. And she just has a very calming energy about her and them together are the they're really neat they're they're artists in their own you know in their own way and then together and just seeing their stuff is just it's super neat so you can find both of them on social media mostly instagram's really good uh, whitney gundrum and adam gundrum many of you know tracy melton for his tree ring paintings um, he's currently lives out in north carolina Chucking away at dead wood may seem easy for many people, but Tracy Melton is certainly not one of them. He sees trees as an important reminder of how to see life more cyclically. Cyclically. (laughs) Even dead wood can produce strong lumber, fine furniture, beautiful art. For Tracy, creativity can suddenly spring through any of these modes, but in terms of visual awe, it seems woodworking and painting take the cage most notably through his tree ring series, which he started back in 27, 2007. Now, nearly 15 years later, his artwork can be found all over the nation in private homes, hotels, restaurants, and even hospitals. Check out Melton Makes on Instagram and Focus, Focus Line Art on Facebook. Frank Cho is a local woodworker of Rochester, Indiana, and makes beautiful cutting boards, end tables, coffee tables, bookshelves. He's made two really amazing pieces that we have featured in the gallery, and the one A-frame is just my favorite. I, I saw it on Pinterest, and then I sent him a picture, and I said, can you make something like this? And it's just one whole piece put together. You just move the whole piece, and it's just, it's, I think it's about six foot tall, it has like this A-frame it's like an A-frame, and then it has shelves going across it. There's about four of them, and it's just it's so beautiful. He's very talented. You can find him at Frank Choate Woodworking, and he is on Facebook. Our next feature is Shane Bitterling, who lives out in L.A., but he's a native of Logansport, Indiana. He wrote this book called The Year Without Halloween, and it was the year that would COVID happen, and it's this really neat um, children's book, and it was illustrated by... Let's see, I don't have that name on me, but when you go to look up The Year Without Halloween, you can find it on Amazon. Um, it's by Shane Bitter. Oh, here it is. Uh, Walid Achi. I probably am butchering that. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, so during COVID, he said um, he was slinging pizza from his driveway. <laughs> and so like... He said it was just a way, opportunity to see friends at a safe distance. So a pizza stand may have brought back memories of those childhood lemonade stands back in the Hoosier country, but it was his fond memories of Halloween-themed birthday cakes and treats and his run-in with childhood hero, Hoosier horror royalty, royalty Sam Terry at the Logan Sport Mall that inspired his next venture. Halloween was quickly approaching, and Shane realized with dismay that there was a real chance of his cancellation. In October, without Halloween, celebration would just not work for Shane, and he knew there were too many kids who would be feeling the same despair a year without Halloween. 
Yona Klein has been continuously encouraged throughout her life to pursue the curation of her artistic abilities, from being influenced by her grandmother to craft away with anything from her own craft closet. Through her high school and post-secondary years, Yano has produced some fine canvas pieces, stuff that is sleek and has a prominent noir mystique for modernist accent. Uh, Yana says, for me, creating is a free expression of the internal thoughts. Wherever I am in life, happy, sad, overwhelmed, art gives me a way to be vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable and expressive in that state. It's my own therapy. Yana's art was featured on the cover, and it's just a, such a powerful, powerful painting. And she ended up recreating it because she had already sold the art piece. She recreated it and gave it to the Native Nook, and it was, it's a super special piece, uh, art that's displayed. Creatives Unleashed was all about featuring people in their portfolios and what they're doing in this current stage, and just how how we, where and how people are being creative and these. You know, these people were all over the nation. We had North Carolina. We had uh, uh, Los Angeles. And then we have different areas in Indiana. And then we have some locals of Rochester, Indiana. You know, there's a big network that's forming. And we've all been coming together in different ways. So, like, that's what this whole network is about. So you have Digital Network. And the way we're telling these stories are on different platforms. So it's whether it's the podcast. So we're reading and you could hear the stories. Whether you know you have the magazine where you can you can read and view, you know view these images, and now you have the art gallery where you can buy the work that are featured in these magazines. So it's really special to see everything come around and come together. And thank you for everybody that was a part of it. I mean, it's it's such a great one. We're working on the next one, and we'll be talking about that more in the next episodes. Yeah.